Welcome back to Stories RPG, the podcast where we tell stories better together. And I am Michael Lowe. I uh, I teach uh, using Stories RPG at luckoflegends.com. And with me are the crew uh, for Luna Uni Year One, the foundation year. Tell them who you are, Dora. Hello, I am Scriv the Bard playing uh, Theodora or Dora the Technopunk. Uh, who is learning about the complexities of parenthood and responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> because as much as I love robotics, my flip driver set, and hacking into interesting systems, I love the children, Daniel, Jamantha, and Jimothy more. Beautiful baby Beetlebots. All right, Yafit, tell them who you are. I'm Mo. I'm going to be... Oh, sorry. Meow! <laughs> I'm Mo. I'm going to be playing <laughs> Yafit Yo. <laughs> A Tibetan humanoid-like cat uh, who uh, has just gotten his tail fixed and is uh, roaring and ready to um, steal some antimatter or something, <laughs> or yep. something, or something, <laughs> or, or or blow up trying. Yeah, that's it. And Zark, Zark, tell him who you are. Oh, I'm Zark Zapham, the fastest pilot in the galaxy. Not the best, <laughs> but the fastest. Unfortunately, due to a series of accidents, I am now a brain in a lockbox suspended in a selectively conductive nanogel solution with cascading chain interfaces. But I am installed in a very fast motorcycle-style ship right now, and I'm hoping to be installed in this uh, even faster ship that's doing the core run. Did that ship have a cool name, Michael? You know, I was going to ask y'all to name Ooh. the ship. I thought that would be the perfect thing for Jenkins to be like, yeah, I couldn't couldn't figure one out. Nothing seemed to work. What do you guys want to call this thing? Think about it. We're coming back to it later in the episode. For right now, welcome to Luna Uni. I believe you had just you just introduced your drama clock, so let me set the stakes for you. You must get in, get the antimatter, get away from the drones, and fly this ship all the way to the core. In order to do all of this, I'm gonna give each of you two moves, but you will have to get a total of six successes. Eyeball your specials, please. And finally. I will. I, I wanted to remind you because I think it's only fair. You you were all looking a little roughed up. Yafit, you got a tail repair last episode, so Woo! give yourself a heart, please. Yeah, <laughs> tail is no longer all scrofulous. <laughs> it's uh, it's looking sleek again. Um, perhaps the fur isn't as sleek. Maybe it's a little more metallic now than it was. But you know, it's chromed it's out. Ready. It's chromed out. That, that's it. <laughs> there you go. Um, and Dora, you had some of the tea, yes. It was surprisingly good. Kind of earthy, a little bit metallic. Uh, I, I forget what the name of the, the people who I mentioned, the oil, 
uh, came from. It's an organic, you know, there's a lot of different texts in the world and, and in the various planets. So there's there's some stuff that doubles as comestibles for other species being used for technical parts. I'm not going to think too much about don't, where the oil don't, came don't from. Don't think too much about where the oil came from. <laughs> but you know what? There are some organic ships I, I out there. Feel, I feel pretty good. All right. So you're you're a little rested up. And Zark, I think you were still healthy uh, banging around in your box. I didn't think you even took any hearts up until this point. Have you? No, I'm good. Golden. Wow. Okay. Well, in that case, Ace Danger is is perched on top of you with this giant sort of gauntlet that ends in these grabbers that will, when she yanks on it, spread out and create an electromagnetic field that can isolate the antimatter because if the antimatter touches actual matter, kaboom. It's just to it's remind bad. you about antimatter it's and its properties. Yes. Very bad. This is how antimatter drives work. Very little particles of matter meeting a little bit of antimatter, creating really big booms, making things go fast, Um, which is why you need it. And it's so useful. Ace Danger is living up to the name. Ace Ace lives for for danger. Um, So (laughs) she's ready to go. Uh, The rest of you, I believe, have plans to cause a distraction slash mess with the drones. Set this up. What are you going to do? Plan, Michael. (laughs) Excellent. So, is the is the drama clock in action? Oh yeah, it's going. Let's go. Tick tock. So, I think one of the first steps was to figure out with Brillo and I'll, I'll work uh, with Brillo and Jimothy. You you go you go cause some destruction. Okay, perfect. Okay, you and Dak are going to go rip things up. Jamantha, Jimothy, work with Uncle Yafit because Jamantha is a musician sound engineer and Jimothy is good with codes and signals. Mm. So between the two of them and Brillo, you have a wonderful uh, trio of, of sound effects here. So the, okay. the most important thing that you need is Brillo's like, I, I need to hear, I need to know what, what they broadcasted. So he's like listening to different parts of the room at this point, And he mm. kind of gets the children to start, you know, poking around. Um, transmitting like into sound what they're kept picking up uh, electronically. Yep. Dak looks over at all of y'all and kind of looks at the wall and is like, so I cut it, right? <laughs> like Jenkins is like, if everybody's ready to go, and he kind of backs away a little bit. I, I think so. Do we want to wait until the drones are numbed and like deafened and then we start destroying? And as you're, as you're like thinking about this, Dora's like, wait, Maybe we should. And Dax like <laughs> and starts like cutting What's into the, the wall. Sequence of this, nope, we're going. <laughs> okay, in that case, uh, yeah, Jamantha, Jimothy are over there. Daniel and myself are with Dak, and I'm using the uh, plasma torch flip driver set to basically do like funky looking graffiti with Daniel while Dak's like breaking chips into the wall or something. Well, Dak is carving a hole for the ship right now. Oh, that's what it was. I thought that's we what were it doing. Is damage elsewhere to cut. Okay. Well, I will be the distraction damage. Then I guess we're graffitiing. Okay. So there's this quick wheel, like fires up those three, uh, like laser, uh, torches and does this quick wheel. And it, it literally carves this beautiful circle, three concentric circles that all fall in to the chamber and like hit the ground and slide down. Jenkins, when he hears the metal hit, like leaps back and he goes, don't hit the antimatter. And you see in the middle of this chamber, it's massive. There's this crackling energy field surrounding this substance that looks, it looks like molten liquid metal. It looks like liquid metal. It's shimmering and there are uh, different lights and like patterns in it. It it looks really volatile. It looks like it's ready to go off at any second. 
And it's contained in this lovely energy field that seems to be generated by a couple of different uh, projections that are from the top of the each side of the walls. So on each of the panels, there's like a little thing that's projecting. And the one you just cut, the, the thing drops off and it starts to sputter a little. And Jenkins like, oh, that's not good. Containment field's compromised. And that's when you hear the clacking. There's a swarm of these repair drones coming towards the, the hole and up the wall oh, around man. where the projector piece fell down. All right, I need to know what everybody's doing. I'm happy to work with Brillo and Jimothy and Jamantha to translate. Um, I, I'm a tweener. Uh, my whole thing is getting people on the same page, especially if it's a page I want them to be on. And so um, since my drive is to win in social interactions – we're going to win and disrupting <laughs> these drones. <laughs> All right. So I'm get them. I, 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 how many dice was that? That was impressive. I, the delivery was flawless. That was a lot. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to, we're going to use my drive. I asked one of the children if I could pair my tail with their sensors. Okay. Yeah. Daniel's perfectly happy. Jimothy, Bluetooth yeah. wireless. Yeah. Jimothy's Jimothy. the one who's the, the yeah, really. Daniel's yeah. Daniel, my homie, he's helping his mom. Um. <laughs> okay. So okay. there's a, there's a, there's a moment and you're kind of like, you're able to, you, this, you understand him better than you used to. Like he, you know, he makes a lot of interesting little noises, but this is like direct line. You're like, Oh, okay. I get it. Uh, the drones start climbing through the hole. These things look like they're covered with tiny wheels. They're all spinning. It's hard to see if there's anything in that like orb that is actually like uh, other than a wheel. They look like they're basically covered with treads. Um, all of them seem to stick to the walls and they start flooding out into the room around you. Uh, the rat queen, Queenie, she uh, chitters and heads out. Um, she's gone. Um, the rest of you, like you're, you're like <laughs> trying different frequencies. Brillo is like manically hitting different tuning forks on the ground. Let's see how this roll goes, shall we? What do you got, dude? This is two dice, right? You have two out of three? Yes. Yep. Uh So I'm going to use uh, to win social interactions and pairing my cybernetic tail. And uh, I'm rolling two, three, six. I got a six and a two. Okay, you got a six. Six. That's perfect. That's beautiful. Do you want to move this up or do you want to save that for later? I absolutely want to move the clock. Okay. So I want to disrupt their communication mm-hmm. and their ability to respond to each other and the tower. Okay. So you're sort of like retranslating. You're taking in their signals because Daniel's able to get them. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like thinking it through on a social level. You're talking back to Brillo and you're explaining things to him right. about like the right. type of frequencies as best you can. And Brillo's like hitting fork after fork and he's clearly panicking he's like just slamming forks and these things are rolling towards you and he finally hits this one and all of a sudden they all stop um and that's when zark you have the opportunity to blast through the hole because they fall away from the entrance when they all stop and they seem like like boom off like a light and then they're all going to start skittering in a moment but uh there's a moment of of open open shot if you want to take it I guess that's time for me to dive. Yeah. This is sort of a practice dive. I'm going to be doing the big dive later, but I think we're going for the scoop, right? Or is it not ready to be scooped? It's, it's the scoop. You're trying to get in there. Because remember, scooping is only half the problem. Getting back in one piece is the other half. All right. Well, I think um, 
If it's time to scoop, then I, I'm, the, I'm the man to do it. Well, I'm the man to drive it. Ace is the, the person it's to scoop it. Scooping time. <laughs> Ace leans down and like wraps one arm around the bike so she's like laying flat because this is a small hole. And she like holds the, the, the gripper like right up next to her face and she goes, Go, man, go! All right. I wait an extra second because I don't. I'm not going because she told me to. <laughs> so, <laughs> but then when I do go, I believe I can get three here. Um, I'll take Ooh. a rivalry with Ace Danger. I gotta uh-huh. gotta nail this. Yeah, yeah. And then the other two, reckless and um, piloting what flies. I think this is right in my wheelhouse. Is the point? Yeah, this is uh, you. You are getting to do your thing. Me doing my thing. Zark, mentally, he's in the cockpit. He's flipping switches. He grabs the yoke. He puts it into a dive bomb. Here it goes. Ooh, That's a five? That's a triumph with yeah, a trouble. A five is a triumph with a trouble, and uh, I think nice. I'm just going to roll with it. If I, okay. I, I think I do have a, I do have a raise, but can't, I can't. You know, triumph and trouble seems right here. Okay. So that's two for right, the I'll clock. I'll take the mix. You needed six. Three left to go. This is this is solid work here. All right. So how does it go on a mixed success? You spin through the hole and like there's a little you you hear a little clunk and a spring as you go through. And then you're in the the space. You're not like, you know, there's not ears built into this bike, really. So you kind of feel it, but you're not, you know, it's not. It's fine. You didn't feel anything. Feel a good pilot doesn't need even eyes. I'm all sensors. I'm feel. I know how close I am to the walls just by the buffeting on the wing. You wheel around. So this globe is hanging here. You literally do a, you you dive in and you're skimming across the surface of this electromagnetic field that's containing this viscous, molten, metallic antimatter. And danger like reaches down with the grabber, clamps the hand open and like scoops and comes up with a fistful of crackling energy. And... That's that's when you realize what you clonked. It was one of your stabilizers, and one of your your fins dips into the electromagnetic field, and you feel the jolt all the way through you. That'll be a heart. Yeah, it's like it's physical pain. Uh, That's how I interpret it. And I, uh, you hear the ship scream. Your brain doesn't have nerves. You didn't feel it. You just know you're not functioning the way you used to. (laughs) That's where you're wrong, Michael. For peak performance, I feel every part of the ship as though it is a piece of my own body. I have constant harmony and monitoring. Mm. Ah, so yeah, danger like hunkers down close and she goes, a little awkward, but you know, I suppose it'll do. Kind of pats you on the side. and She goes, get us out of here. It might have been the electromagnetic field. It might have been danger getting to sass you that lost you the heart. I don't know which one it was. I hope it was the electric magnetic field. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> We're turning out of there, so then it's it's doors up, I believe. Yeah, well, and so here's the thing. As you're turning oh, up, man. those those drones have begun to roll up on the sides of this thing. They've they've started to move. They're twitching and they're twittering, but they're they're starting to like function again. And they're starting to pile into the gap. And clearly they're trying to close the hole up. <clears throat> new hole, like new hole. Something? We need a new hole. <laughs> yep, it's like hole. Okay, so I can either <laughs> this could be risky. Attack the drones directly um, with the range of my plasma torch flip driver set, or I can create damage elsewhere. I think I don't. I don't know. Mm, you could try to draw them away by giving them a bigger injury to worry about. I will say this. Yeah. 
one of the stabilizers for the electromagnetic field for the antimatter is already knocked out. If you knocked another one out, the drones would have a higher priority for sure. <laughs> and they wouldn't want to seal the hole. They would want to go in and fix it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you'd have to you'd have to knock some of them out of the way and then flip driver from from a distance, flip driver one of those supports. You know. I don't. Tell I think me. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think because uh, I, I, I have a I have a, a record of um, you know, blowing things up from a distance, clearly. This is true. You so. do. Hit him. <laughs> uh, if you have a line with Brillo, Brillo's got some destructive noise too. He might be able to loan you a sonic a sonic wrench. That's what I'm thinking. So I do. Oh, wait, no, I don't have a line with Brillo. I have a line with Dak. So Ooh, if I could Dak kind would, of could quickly totally fashion some things, because I build what Dak destroys, Dak destroyed quite a lot when when creating that hole. You could do also like a two-prong thing. You could flip mm-hmm. driver one of the supports and Dak could try to cut out another one of the supports. And that would definitely mean that the whole thing would be like... <laughs> We'd have to get in there, though, in order to do that, right? Yeah, you'd have to kind of stick your head through the hole. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's the one thing you know those those drones are going to care about more. We know Guaranteed. it'll work. So Jan- Janual's the artist. I'm going to have Janual kind of flag and highlight the best ones for us to use with okay. the, the, light, the light work, uh, just to help with our aim and help to guide us at the weak points okay. of the system. And then there's Dak helping you. And then who's- Dak's going to help out, so that's the bond. And the other one is my gear. I'm using my plasma torches. Do you have three or do you have two? Oh, hearts. Three. I oh. from the tea. Wow. You didn't, you oh, were, you tea. were already yeah. healthier. Poor Yafet has been the taking one for the team. Tea. I right. am rejuvenated and Zen. <laughs> All right. So you've got three dice on this. That's good news for everyone. Oh gosh. Ready, set, go. I hope it's good. Power of tea. <laughs> Power of tea. Oh, triumph with the trouble. That's a five. Well, the power of T didn't do that. We're making progress. You know, or I I could. Yes. I could bump it. You could bump it. You get one more move before the end of the clock. Yep. Remember, everybody's got two moves on this. Oh, and we still have to get into the core. Snap. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll take the triumph with the trouble then. If I have to lose a flip driver, then that's fine. You both... (laughs) Cram yourselves through the gap. The drones are crawling all over you. They don't seem to be hurting you. They they seem a little sticky. It feels like a it feels like little bug bug um, like feet on you. Why are you making a gross face? Bug feet are normal for you. I'm weirdly okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> but they uh, they kind of stick to you. They've got like almost suction. Beetle feet cup, don't like bother feet. me. <laughs> no, um, and yeah. uh, they, you're you're kind of like shaking them free, and both of you kind of shove your way in and blast at the supports. The drones immediately blanket outwards, and you two fall back as Zark and and uh, Danger rocket through the hole right over you. And like, you, they've got, you know, fumes are going past your heads as as they fall back. And that's, that's the problem. I'm gonna say that uh, either you can take a heart from the fumes, like you get, you get a little bit of, you know, blaster, blaster flame as you get knocked over, or, we can add to the drama and say that the uh, the drones are desperately trying to repair the antimatter stabilization, but it's going wrong, and you're going to have to run from the explosion. Which would you prefer, the bigger problem with no heart loss or the smaller problem with immediate heart loss? 
I think I could probably take the loss of a heart with this one. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll have some blaster burn on my wings or shell or something. <laughs> okay. So yeah, both of you are a little bit singed. Dak gets up and like has literally, she's got a black streak up her pink fur that's like burned. Um, and she kind of grins at you and then like turns and runs after Zark. Um, Brillo is starting to run too. Oh, I was going to give her a quick high five before <laughs> we started running together. Like, yeah, that was awesome. Actually, she has, she has forearms too. So there's like a double <gasps> five possible. Yeah. Quad high five. Yeah. You can do as many high fives as you want. You got the hands for it. <laughs> all the high fives. Now let's run. <laughs> all right. You're all pedaling back. Um, there's clearly a rumble behind you. You hear Jenkins yelling. He goes, that was amazing. You guys are amazing. Aw, snap. And like, he, he, you, he says aw, snap. And as you're rounding the corner, you see a surge of drones in front of you um, inside of the hangar. And they're going towards the ship. And he's like, I don't know how they figured that out. They look like they're going to take the thing out. You guys got to get in there and get out. How many of you are even going to get in there? And he goes, hang on. And he runs in and he slams at some controls. Um, there's a bubble that forms near the top and it emerges. And it, it looks like it's like a dome projecting out of this giant black spaceship. And he goes, you get in the dome, you should be safe, even if you can't have any breaks. I, I turn to Brillo and I say, Brillo, are you going to go do this? You don't have to. He's, he's standing there and he goes, I, I, I'm, I'm perfectly, do what? I am not a pilot. I, uh, he, he kind of freezes and he's like, I don't know what to do <laughs> or say. They want us to go to the core and it's a trip that we may not make it back from. He's stumbling backwards and hitting his fork against the ground to ward off individual drones mm-hmm. as you are trying to talk to him. Because literally the drones are surging towards the ship. They're beginning to climb all over it. Um, who's jumping in? Brillo doesn't look like he's jumping in. I think Yafit's jumping in. Okay, Yafit, you're like, I'm going. When you when you like when you head up, Brillo looks up at you and he goes, um, die. good luck. And then like he kind of like makes a way for you by hitting the fork and like warding off some of the drones to get your your path clear. Thanks, Brillo. He, he says, I wish you to not get vaporized <laughs> the kindest thing he's ever I, said I wish that too <laughs> me too oh buddy oh buddy uh, Danger has leapt off of Zark and is like has grabbed onto the side of the ship which is super slippery and is like waving around the gauntlet she yells at Jenkins she goes where do I put the fuel and he goes uh, hold on let me open the port and like a little port opens and she's, she's like so uh do I just jam it in there? Or I don't want to blow anything up. And he goes, just set it lightly there. And like, as she's doing this, drones are coming towards her. Does somebody want to knock the drones off? We have one move each for each of you. And you're up to an impressive four out of six triumphs. So you can do this. I'll, You've got- I'll, knock, I'll knock some drones away. Yeah, if you get the drone, Zark's currently being installed into the ship. Who is he installing says, uh, Zark? Doctor? I don't even know. The doctor, probably. Dak, Dak is doing it. Dak's done it before. My choice was Jenkins, but if Dak knows what he's doing, that's fine. I just want to be correctly, correctly inserted here. Uh, Jenkins runs over to help and like is, you know, is like yeah. figuring out the wiring and like there's, you know, these critters are all over the ship and, uh, and Brillo keeps hitting the, the tuning fork to try to ward them off. 
Um, Yafet, are you just going for the co- like going into the like the round cockpit? Or are you going to help knock a few off before you go down? Yafet is thinking about the angle. Maybe if, if Scriv's going to knock him off, you could probably hold yeah. your action then. Are Jenkins' plans all laid out, nice and neat, so everybody could see? Yes, but Jenkins' plans are messy. Jenkins is a messy guy. I, 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 I've seen his room. I know this. clearly his mind is very large and very expansive and very disorganized okay uh if he had a mug it would be like the the a clean desk is the sign of an untidy mind i i think i'm looking at the plans while i make sure uh theodora and the children if they're coming come in okay i think the children and I are going, yeah, but we're going to knock away some drones before we do to give Zark some more time to get properly installed. So that secret that you, you learned earlier mm-hmm. in the office, that's, that's, a, that's worth a raise when you decide to use it. And yep. I'll tell you yep. what it is when you use it. I'm trying to put it all together. Jenkins runs over to help uh, Dak fasten Zark into this like opening that they've ripped open in the, the carapace of this thing. And, uh, you're just kind of like you quickly scan over the things and you kind of nod to yourself and you get a little, you, you look a little sleek and kind of smug. Okay. All right, Dora, do you want to make a quick uh, knock some drones free move? Yep. Going to knock some drones free. I'm going to, uh, Jamantha and Jimothy are going to help with this one again because they've learned the signals mm. to help disrupt the drones. This is so true. I'm thinking blast them, freeze them a little bit, and then I can knock them out of the way and do some zap zap plasma torch action. Yeah, they're definitely not getting you're not you're not worrying about blowing them up or hurting them because they're they seem like no, very rugged move. little critters. They're rugged little little drones. So uh yeah, yeah okay. Just want to so, stun them and move them around a little bit. This is it. All right. So you got one dice for your children. What else you got? Um, I have my flip driver set. Are you are you like golfing with your flip drivers? I don't have a sense of what a flip driver looks like. Is it long enough to golf with? Is it is it more of a pool? So I, I have I a don't... set of varying flip drivers. So yes, I will take my uh, my extending flip driver. Of course, <laughs> I can only reach so many places. I may have six arms, but sometimes you need more range. Yeah, so I will take my beat these guys with a wrench. Basically, <laughs> sometimes this is the high tech version. <laughs> High tech version of knocking someone with a wrench. They're if all hardy. you have is a hammer, everything is a nail. <laughs> if all you have is a flip driver, I think it's a good plan. I just wanted to boil it down. <laughs> everything is a flex rocket. <laughs> all right, so drive these flips, Scrib. I'm gonna drive some flips. Let's drive some oh, flips. Right. I'm, I'm ready for the roll. And I only get the two, so hopefully this is okay. Let's go. Let's go. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Take it to mix. It'll do. It'll do. That's okay. 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 I mean, it's a triumph with a trouble. It still counts. You're still up to five out of six triumphs with two moves to go. You're sitting pretty since uh, Yafit okay. ruined my drama clock with his double success early on. It's unfair. <laughs> That's um, what I'm here nice. for. <laughs> yeah. It is beautiful. Um, so you, uh, you, you, you punt a few of these. What would you like your trouble to be? Because there's a couple possibilities. I, I think she loses the flip driver. <laughs> it's possible my, my only extended exactly, flip exactly. driver <laughs> oh your flibs though the flibs I, uh, will be how am I going to drive the flibs now I was thinking I could ratchet <laughs> the drama up a little by saying you, uh, you, you bash them off and all of you are piling into the cargo and Jimothy, Jamantha and Janiel fly right in after you 
that's that a trouble. Sense. Like they want to, they want to go with you. That's a trouble that like might be a trouble for you emotionally, but not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, physically. Well, I'll take it. I'll take it. I've got some very adventuresome kids. Okay. So they're out, they're super excited. They're like, wee! And they, yeah, they jump in. They're, they're ready to go I'm for a joy ride. the little squeals going, wee! Yeah, with, with like Uncle, you know, Uncle Yafit's going, so it can't be bad. Yeah. We dig Uncle Yafit. We're all family now. They've yeah. got the hive concept, so everyone is is fam. Um, Brillo is the last left standing. Uh, Dak piles in as well, oh, and he's kind of like standing there for a second, and he looks like a little like, and then he kind of takes a deep breath, and he, he runs up and sort of jumps with his little Yay! stubby legs and arms and tries to scrabble up the side. Danger reaches down. I was going to help him with my reinforced tail. No, no, it's the both of you. There's like a tail on one side and, a, and a, one of the, the extendable grabber on the other side. And like you guys launch him in. You hear Jenkins and he goes, all right, I'm firing it up. Alignment in 20 seconds. You ready? Grab, grab some oxygen. This thing's going to fill with jello. Well, it closes. This is like an orb and it fills. You, you each have masks. Um, and it fills with this like solution and you are literally suspended in thick, like sticky gel. There are some faint like lights on the Western inside. Jello mold. Yeah. You're basically <laughs> stuck in space. You're just, bloop. yeah, you're the, uh, you're the little fruits in the jello mode in the fruit salad. Yeah. That's you. Aww. I want to be a pineapple. <laughs> well, now you guys know how I feel. So uh, buckle up. All hands, arms, and tails inside the vehicle. You got this, Zark. Emergency Parents, exits are. Make sure you put on your own face masks before that of your robot children. <laughs> you got it, boss. <laughs> As Zark's going over his uh, startup litany, everything's humming to life vibrating with power this whole he he's waking up the ship shaking it down so how much did you die the last time you drove one of these guys ships <laughs> now is not the time to ask that yet <laughs> i mean it seems like a relevant question now is not the time <laughs> you're already in the bus disapprovingly yeah, at you <laughs> You can feel the vibrating, and in fact, as this is happening, you see in front of you, and Zark, you're the one who's got the optics for this, in front of the nose of the ship, you can see, first of all, a cavern open up, the thing shifts and there's an opening into the next geometric thing, and that opens suddenly into a next geometric thing, and Jenkins says, you gotta go now, they're gonna close behind you, three, two, one, punch it! Oh, Zark's punching it. Zark is down to two die, which I did not count on when I was... Uh, you got a special what? for a reason, what? my friend. He's going to use a special, which is need for speed. Yep. Pilot something way faster than you should. So that's exactly what we're doing here. what you're doing. Oh, and then I think for my second, I'm going to use gear. I'm going to bring in a lockbox and spend it in a selectively conducted nanogel solution. <laughs> use the two <laughs> dice. When you say go... Zark just lets out. It's just like a yell. It's a yow and punches it. Oh, it's a two out of three. <laughs> Failure. So I think at this Are point. Are you raising that? No. I think at this point, Yafit is going to say, um, I don't know if he told you about the uh, capacitor that needs to be absolutely engaged before you do the thing. Um, that didn't sound good. Whatever just happened. Do the capacitor. <laughs> oh, you're using the revelation. You're using the thing. This, this is so the revelation was 
you happen to know that this thing can go a lot faster um, than you should go because you need to stop in the core and and you can overdrive it if if you take off the safety. And that's what you're saying. You're, you're like, take the safety off. Take the safety Go. off. Zark, you want to blow the safety? I didn't even know there was a safety. I would have blown that thing as soon as I sat down, man. <laughs> you didn't. It wasn't something that Quimps. was clear in the schematics. You didn't feel it until Yafit told you it was there. And then you were like, oh, there's a limiter here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's egregious. That's offensive. This sounds like it's that's my like- move to encourage uh, Zark. <laughs> I think so. Do I have backseat driver? <laughs> I think that, that needs to be a, a new line, line for you. I think that's a new line. That's great. You just gotta just yank that safety off. Yeah. <laughs> technically, technically, Zark's special lets him raise it to triumph with a trouble. Right. And your move is totally just like the brilliant, like, go ahead, that that explains it perfectly. Nice. And I'm gonna say, since you didn't use it to to cl- clinch the drama clock, take that line. Backseat driver is now like permanently backseat on the yeah, expert backseat driver <laughs> like you're effective when i hear i don't need the safety nod to yafit i can't nod i'm a brain in a jar wink of life at yafit rip out the safety eject it immediately i don't even want it in the ship it feels yeah. dirty to me uh, <laughs> but that's gone and then now we punch it you go spiraling through this this chasm and this thing is opening in front of you and shutting behind you so it's almost like you're in this accordion like you can feel it shuddering around you And you remember that loud noise that blasted out? It's part of why you guys crashed in the first place. Dak ripped something out, and there was also an an emanation from the planet. Mm -hmm. That comes shuddering around you. And you see Brillo kind of shivering a little um, as the vibration passes through the ship. It's a weird vibration. It's not exactly a sound, but it's like every part of your body vibrates. You go spiraling through this thing. There's several twists and turns, and suddenly you're in absolute empty space and that's the part that blows your mind you coast out and like you're like this can't be right i should be crashing into something so now we're just in empty space do you want to do you want to slow down because you're not going to be able to see much if you don't (laughs) right up until now you were just calculating edges that's all you were doing stop is there an e-brake on this thing (laughs) do you stop um he doesn't want to stop. This is sucks like it's not but, in my nature. It's not, but I have to acknowledge that we're gonna run into the far wall at some point. We can't go. Yeah, I guess I stop, but I also <laughs> stop fast. I, it's a, it's like a screeching, I skidding, slurp. Yeah. yeah. You guys, there's this like, <laughs> like all of your parts get jiggled. Everybody's jiggled like very, very. It's a little sticky. It's a little gross, but it's also effective. You don't go sleep. I've never jiggled before, and I don't want to again. Um, <laughs> so, Zark, when you stop, you stop on a dime. This thing has unbelievable reverse thrusters. That's the part that's crazy. You're like, wow, that's amazing. And, of course, everybody, your cargo is like, Ooh. they wish you had done a little bit of a smoother uh, you know, deceleration process. Um, you're hanging in a sort of dimly lit space. And there seem to be objects floating about you. Um, they seem to be massive. Uh, they seem to be sort of geometric shapes. And as you look at them, one drifts by. It looks like a shelf. It's got objects on it that don't seem to be falling. There seems to be no gravity here. Um, 
you see like crystals on the shelf. There are some scrolls, a few shells, a weird hodgepodge of items stacked on these shelves. Um, and they're all around you, these shelves, hovering in space. Wait, they're all shelves? All of these objects seem to be shelves that have uh, basically on every side of them things stored on them, including the downsides. Some of them seem pyramidal, like they're, you know, they look like pyramids. Some of them look like squares. Uh, some of them are cubes. Some of them are, are other uh, interesting designs. A few are curved. All of them seem to have something stored on every side of them. So it's not like there's any side that's like a top or a bottom. There's shelves on every side. Are we able to see out? Um, no. Um, but you're able to hear something, Zark. What do we hear? Dr. Zappum? I have been anxious awaiting your arrival. Did you bring the other what? professors? What? Uh, lady, you got me wrong. I'm, I'm no professor here. Definitely not a doctor. Oh, I am sorry. I had you mistaken. But this is the time of our appointment. I believe it is difficult to tell sometimes. Um, anybody have any thoughts here? We don't. We don't have an appointment, lady. <laughs> an appointment. Um, so, Zark, uh, conversation one hundred and one. When someone gives you more authority than you think you have, you don't correct them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the rest of you can hear the voice on comms. Yeah. Uh huh. When Yafit starts talking, you can see there's like speech lights, and Zark immediately shuts his off, and then Yafit's goes green. Like Zark has no, <laughs> Zark has no interest in being the speaking man here. Um, the voice says. Dr. Yo, and did you also bring Dr. Dora, Dr. Brillo, Dr. Dak? Um, I have he says been Dr. Waiting. Jimothy, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> You're I also totally, yeah, come okay. on, come on. And, and the triplets, Doctors Jimothy, Jamantha, and, and Janiel, are you all My children here? are doctors. <laughs> so proud. <laughs> so proud. Uh, we, are, we are here. Excellent. <clears throat> yes. I have been anxiously awaiting your arrival. The codes were um, sent. Who are we talking to? There's sort of a, a thought. Said, Is this our first time to meet? I uh, believe so. I am very sorry. It is complex understanding linear time for me. Uh, I am... There's like a pause. I am the archives. You are... The professors of Luna Uni, you will be, or you are? Dr. Yo, your work has been inspirational. I reread it quite often. It always entertains. My, my, my chest fills. Um, <laughs> yeah, we need just a little confirmation for these promotions so that... Uh... <laughs> just owning it, not questioning Absolutely. it. <laughs> um, how, what, how, how does this go? Um, you seem to be. What out did of we sync have planned time. for the appointment? Yeah. Maybe. What was on the schedule for today? <laughs> when, when you say like you seem to be out of sync in time, it says I have difficulty locating my consciousness at a single instant in time. Therefore, conversations require a large amount of energy. How can we help you today? <laughs> there's a there's a pause and it says you have arrived. This is. The beginning, if it is the first time that we have met, you are the founders of Luna University. 
I am the archives. You build the university here, on this planet, around me. I give you a dap, Theodora. (laughs) (laughs) We we dap. I apologize if if I have made you uncomfortable by revealing things I should not. I... Oh, we're spoken. very no, comfortable. No, not. We're very not comfortable. To archives. worry, archives. We're good. Do you want to ask the archives any questions about it or about you know? Do you have any questions yes, you want I'm resolved a, here? I want, I'm about to. Okay. <laughs> archives. Since this is our first meeting, uh, nice to meet you. It is my pleasure. Oh, and Doctor Dora, I, I, I must say, your little ones. You wrote them yourself? I have the record of their code. How beautiful and messy and lovely to create a child. I sometimes miss my own. Wait. No, this is when I first thought to create him. Oh, thank you, Dr. Dora. You are an inspiration. My beetle mind is blown right now. <laughs> you guys have to ask some questions and talk with the archives if you want to know more. Is Zark's album the fastest ever from where, where you're from? Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> Zark. <laughs> uh, let me, when, you, when you ask that question, uh, hold on, let me find out what she had to say about you, Zappum. Dr. Zappum, some of your theories of my construction and its application to limitless speed are quite exhilarating. You never achieved limitless speed, but within the limits of physical forms, I don't have records of faster driving. This this lady checks up on me. I think she <laughs> seems accurate from what I can tell. She says, I, I do not have records that were never written. Only all materials that were recorded physically are stored within the archives. Ar- archive, how did you come to be here? This is our first meeting, so we don't yet uh, fully know you. I do not fully understand myself. I function, and my makers made me. However, I do not understand my function. Somewhat like it is to my understanding, most organics do not understand their bodies completely, but they work. I exist at all times and in all spaces in which there are written recordings. Even some recordings of things that have not happened or might happen. Although most of the realities are currently shifting, some of the records of a future that I did not prefer have disappeared, which is very promising. Are you related to the progenitors? I understand your meaning. My makers were not those people. They were some of their offspring? There's a question mark there. But it is because they wished to understand the progenitors that they created me. They were hoping I would be able to access written records of their lives and works. But whether they left no written records, or whether they are simply blocked from my understanding, I have none of the progenitors' materials in my archives. How can that be? How can, how can, you, how can that be? Just- I mean, just like we're created by the progenitors, and we don't have record of that, but we are the record. When you say that, she says, some of my favorite theories in the archives are precisely that. There, there is a suggestion that they did not 
record their words, but rather that we are the language in which they are having an ongoing conversation with the universe. Imagine if all of us ongoing. were a poem, a love letter. It is my favorite of the theories. Zark burps and says, I'm a poem for sure. <laughs> um, when you say that, Ace Danger goes, roses are red, violets are blue. <laughs> You're a terrible <laughs> pilot, but you move fast, boo. <laughs> so um, how can we stay in touch with you and get to the surface? Um, the response is, I am using quite a bit of my current energies in speaking with you. When I divert them again, I can arrange a, a, an egress for you. There is quite a lot of work to be done, and there are those who will be waiting on the surface. I did call the whales. The whales. The whales. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> she says, space whales. They left when these galaxies became uninteresting, but they asked to be summoned when Luna Uni was founded. The future should be quite interesting. They exist in a different sort of time as well. You'll need their help. So before we go to meet the whales. <laughs> yes. I just, so <laughs> we're founding a university. And I, I'm saying that kind of like to the group oh, here. Of course we are. Well, you do, or you, or you did, or you will. It sounds like we're going to. Do you, in your records, what is the purpose of Luna University as you have it recorded? Was there a charter? Was there like a, a goal? It was to provide a safe haven and intellectual community for those unable to fit into core world ideology. Luna Uni is the universe's center for radical learning. It is a home for the homeless. These are your words, Dr. Dora. No wonder I like them so much. That actually sounds amazing. We're radical. <laughs> we are. We're rad. <laughs> Basically, what you come to understand is the archives have been waiting here for you. Um, this is a, a phase in history which is only just beginning. And you found a university here in the future, is what she explains to you. Uh, the space whales have been summoned from far off because they find most of the core worlds boring, but they find the future of Luna Uni exciting. And they ask to be summoned back when things got interesting. They're going to be, they offer their services as effectively buses to help shuttle kids who are interested to Luna Uni. They also are excellent researchers because they can swim through the void. Um, you arrive at the surface. Uh, you're able to get Jenkins out as well. Uh, Yigsel and Shantikalo are absolutely beside themselves. They're thrilled. Um, and the space whales are crowding the sky. They're swimming through space above Luna. And when they when they issue these giant cries, you shouldn't be able to hear them because the void can't vibrate. But it's a vibration. Grillo looks absolutely thunderstruck. Um, this is the vibration. Dr. Brillo. Yes, this is Dr. Brillo. Um, this is the vibration that he's been looking for. Um, when you get to the surface, Yigsel is like, I, I, there is so many things that I want to ask, but uh, first... We have a communication from the Kovalds. They're apparently dealing with some sort of tragedy. It didn't make much sense. They didn't sound like they'd taken the right readings, but they've asked for support. Uh, I suppose we could... And he looks up at the heavens. Hit your eye. Zark, you've gotten to keep the ship. 
uh, you're you're currently in it. Keep the ship. They're not. They're not. They can pry it out of my hands. I don't have them, but they can. You try don't it. have well, any. You out of it. They can pry it out of your socket. You are the ship. Yeah, they can fry me out of the ship. Exactly. I'm like fully <laughs> wired in. Plus, I had a. Plus, I had Dak put like a bike lock on, basically. Like. <laughs> so. The archives let you know that there there are many more students who will be arriving soon. That this is the beginning of an era and that there are more misfits headed your way who will be excited to be at Moon Moon. There's a lot of terraforming you need to do. There's a whole lot of, of structural, you, you guys need an organization nerd. You need, you need somebody who's like really into structure. Um, and there's also some sort of terrible thing happening in the core worlds, and they've begged for support from some of the the truly loony people who they've sent off to uh, this particular world. Only if they use our proper titles. Yes, of course. Well, clearly you will become doctors if you're not, you know, just going to say, I already am. The archive said so <laughs> for the rest of your lives. It's documented. Have you been to the core? It has been written. Have you been anywhere around yeah. where the progenitors have been? Like. Mm-hmm. I have it on the highest authority, most legitimately. Oh, I was just going to say, Zark, Zark just asks Silver's Clothes, uh, what's the fastest anyone's ever gotten a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I think you broke it, my friend. <laughs> fastest pilot, fastest doctor. That's, That's right. The archives called you doctor first, also. So, technically, you were before anyone else. You were the fast. Once I explain it to somebody, I mean, I'll have one. <laughs> All we have to do is write this down. <laughs> so you are the founding professors of Luna Uni, and you are right at the edge of an unbelievable uh, new era of true weirdness. Um, congratulations. You've made it to the core and made it back in one piece, and uh, you're ready for new adventures. Woo! Oh my goodness. Zark got to go fast. (laughs) (laughs) Zark did get to go fast. Should we do some shout outs, y'all? Yes. <laughs> that was all incredible. Yeah. Great, great art. Yeah. Oh, thank Good times. You. Wait till you see the, uh, the play at home game. Um, this is very much a connection. Your characters very much uh, are going to show up in the, uh, in the play at home game. You're, you're definitely professors oh, on the yay. roster. Um, and the space whales are a huge piece too. I, I, I love space whales. The spales. I like I'm just imagining room. how incredible they would sound. It's a vibration that works in the void. It's the ultimate sound. It doesn't require air. What is that? How do you vibrate Amazing. things without air? You got to vibrate through dark Space matter. Whales. That's what you got to do. Well, I wanted to give out a, a shout out to Zark, who finally got to go fast. Yes. 
Zark became the fastest pilot. <laughs> I wanted to shout out Yafit for always being uh, team support. Listen. <laughs> you were always there with the extra word. You were like, no, you got this. No, dude, take off the safety. <laughs> like, it was perfect. <laughs> those those social skills and bringing people together really were uh, fantastic there. Oh, that was critical. Um, well, y'all, y'all have taken the shout outs I, I wanted to have, but I will then shout out Michael. <laughs> Thank you. For just the incredible cast of characters and especially Brillo and, and finding uh, Brillo's bravery <laughs> I'm, I'm and, a fan and jumping into the ship and, and going, going on an adventure. Yeah. I've got a soft spot for Brillo. Oh, I, I'm glad he was my, he was my baby in this one for sure. Uh, Jenkins is also the, uh, the, the sustainability expert, AKA the janitor in, in Luna uni in the future. So he's not going anywhere. Don't worry. Uh, I wanted oh, to fantastic. shout out, uh, Dora last episode, uh, who had the, existential crisis that every parent has <laughs> at least at oh, least gosh. once a week <laughs> that's uh, once a day man i don't know <laughs> constantly am i doing this oh, am i choosing boy. the wrong thing am i pressuring them wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a beautiful oh, moment thanks i wanted to bring some of that in there <laughs> i appreciated it i was planning for you to have that conversation because the archivist the archives deciding that they want a kid that's resolved in the game arc. And I don't want to say too much, but there's, there's, there's some stuff about the archives offspring. And so Dora's the one who inspired the archives Uh, to decide it might want to build, make its own, make its own child. (laughs) Well, uh, until next time, because this is very much the beginning of another story, not the, not just the end of one. Um, Thank you so much. This was really great. And I i don't know. I, what can I say that's mysterious about Luna Uni? There's so many other mis- mysteries to explore in this world. So many other inventions to have. So many other texts that haven't been revealed and possible futures that might be altered. And uh, yeah, I would love to see where it goes. I'd love to have you all back again sometime. Let's do it. In a heartbeat. Woot woot. And uh, next up, I think we'll be doing either a little Goblins or a little Giga City. So uh, stay Ooh. tuned for that. Partners in Grime would be a little a little break. Giga City for sure is coming. If if y'all get interested, Giga City's Kickstarter is coming in November, and there will be a whole new arc for that. You can look it up at uh, bit.ly backslash Giga City. G-I-G-A-C-I-T-Y. All right. Check it out. We'll see you then. Much love, everybody. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.